186, dude. Isn't that the uh, the dispatch, uh, the whatever you call it, code for murder? Is it? I don't know. I don't even know that. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 186 of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Super Lee Hello, everybody. Unfucking believable, dude. <sighs> really is. Really is. Listen, it was like four. 70 years? 31. 431 p.m. today, mm-hmm. maybe. I really think it was 420, but I feel like just saying it was 420 will make like people will be like, oh, he's only saying that because of weed. It's like, no. <laughs> it's also a time, dude. Yeah, some things do happen at 420. That's when I think that's when Spazianos takes a uh, three-hour break. <laughs> but uh, at like 431, my dad texted me. And he's like, hey, I got this case of Hogarden over here that nobody fucking drank. You want to come get it? <laughs> I was like, well, coincidentally, Dad, uh, my co-host here every week picks up six Hoe Gardens. That's exactly right. So why don't I come get that right now? Ah. Oh. So this episode is sponsored by Steve Early. Steve Early's Hoe Garden. Steve Early Photography and Co. Man, that's great. Unfucking believable. And then for Christmas, he got me one of his pictures. And I'm going to put it over the sink. Oh, a Steve Early picture. Yeah, he was like, pick whatever one you want, whatever material no you way. want it on. I was like, oh, fuck. I gotta go. Great. I gotta go on his uh, his website. It's pretty great. There's. I've been on it before, but like, I I'm gonna go on with the intent to buy something. Yeah, like I feel like I. I and mean, I could save on shipping. I could probably just pick it up, right? You probably. I think you probably gotta just ship it. Gotta ship it to you, probably. All right. All right. Fine. Because it's like out. The printing's like outsourced. But whatever. Oh, gotcha. I was thinking he he had a uh, yeah that was a dumb point fucking idiot but no um like I feel like I was knew his his portfolio but then like he keeps having these slideshows on his on his computer at his house or like when I went on his website I was like holy fuck I didn't know you took these yeah they look great ah oh, they're great he's got all the time in the world what did now. you get a uh, are you thinking you're gonna get a seascape it's a seascape it's a picture of the of some of the boats over here. Wow. Why don't you just uh, get rid of those curtains? <laughs> <laughs> I am actually an idiot. My curtains are drawn 90% of the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's a giant... Uh, picture window? Yeah. It's a picture window right on the water. And as far as my brain is concerned, every time I'm here, I'm in a fucking basement in Methuen. <laughs> I think part of the reason is because every like morning... I'm just like walking to the bathroom, like with your cock out, with my cock out, um, and it's directly in the view of the window. Well, what's great too about nighttime around here, because usually you draw your curtains for privacy, mm. but here you're not really, uh, you know, in the morning I can see people seeing your cock. Yeah. Well, and the fishermen are on their boats right there, like every, at that time. Maybe not now because it's winter. Right. I was gonna say at. Nighttime and winter, you could probably leave those open and not be bothered, but you should probably throw those open. But there's still something creepy about it, I agree. I don't know. And actually, daytime walking around with your cock out is fine because the window is reflecting. Right. Yeah. So they're not actually probably even seeing your cock. But I'm only here. This is a giant cock. Really, like during the week, it's like early morning and then like at night. And if right. it's winter, that's dark both times. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a waste. You should, you should. 
see if you can work third shift. Yeah. I will, you know, at three to 11. My New Year's resolution is to have the blinds open more. Well, that's fantastic. How's that? That seems very doable. I do feel like a dick, though, because I live at the beach and people, like, in the summer, they're like, oh, that's great. You must just go to the beach all the time. And just, I'm like, I go probably never. I think that's common, though, because when you, when you live up here, there's less of a, um, it's less of a fleeting thing. Right, where if you go for a weekend, you're like, oh, we better make the best yeah, of we it. We gotta go to the beach every fucking day. Right. Right. We're all like, go sit on the beach for like two hours, like once a month, if that. Yeah, and you're not really a beach guy anyway, right? Like, I know you like it, but yeah. it's not like some people. You know what? My New Year's resolution is A, keep the shade, the blinds open more, and B, go to the beach more this summer. Two resolutions, both very doable. Dual resolution year. That's great. That's fantastic. Thanks, man. Yeah, like I can sit. I like sitting on a beach for like five hours. I do like it. I feel like part of me, I don't know, part of me makes a bigger deal out of getting there than it is. Right. I'm like, oh, I got to pack up a bag and like put sunscreen on and fucking walk to the beach. Well, it does. The the, the back and forth sucks. Yeah. And I have to piss like every five minutes. Right. So I'm like, well, if I'm at the fucking, I don't want to go on the cold ass water pisser. But now you're you're a, a pupil of Wim Hof. Now you're probably gonna be like, I gotta fucking go breathing on. through my piss. Yeah, just like not pissing. Yeah, and just breathing through the pain. You're gonna start craving the cold water. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah, it funny right. too? Like the water that we dread going into in Seabrook in August is probably 55 degrees. Like, it's nowhere even yeah. near the, <laughs> right. the freezing, but it's still fucking cold. That's what I wonder, too. Like, when I do take cold showers, I'm like, I wonder what actual temperature this is. Like, I, I feel like it's not actually impressive. We should just bring thermometers into the fucking... That's a good idea. Into the shower. Find out. I mean, we could run one under just a cold tap over here in a bit. That's a good point. We'll know what it is, because it's just the same fucking temperature, right? Yeah. I run it under a cold sap. I feel like part of the reason why I didn't go to the beach too is a lot of the times on weekends when, so like if Jess was working real estate, I would be like waiting for her to come up and she'd mm-hmm. be like finishing her day at like one thirty. Oh uh, yeah. So then if you were at the beach at 11, I'm like, well, there's no fucking point really. Right. Cause then I just have to come back or something. I don't know. Oh, I'd love to get a fucking beach house. I'm going to the beach more this year. Okay. Isn't it funny how like all of these, not all of them, but a lot of these houses, 10, I mean, I get that this is how fucking money works. The dollar loses its value over time, but like not that long ago, you could get a house, not oceanfront, but like where the Driscoll's are oh, yeah. for like 450. Yeah. Now it's probably a fucking, a, Dude. probably 800 to a mil five. Fucking. I've heard people say like uh I don't know how long ago. Let's let's just say it was 15 years ago. Fine. They're like, "Oh, that whole neighborhood in Seabrook across the street." They're like, "Nobody fucking wanted those. They were all just like shitty little shacks." Right. And you could get them for like 90 grand. Right. And now like forget about it. Yeah, so that's weird to me because again, you have the ocean right there. What what I don't get is some of the the neighborhoods like in the Merrimack Valley or like near fucking Boston. 
Right. Like these absolute fucking 800 square foot shitholes that are going for a ton of money. Ugh. You know? Disgusting. But even like the Lawrence Lofts or whatever they're called, the ones on Merrimack Street. The nice ones? Yeah, those are really nice, but they're still fucking expensive. Right. And you know, you still live across the street from the frosty mug fuck or whatever right. it is now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. We're all just, we're all just fucked. No, we are. We definitely fucking are. We're just waiting to find out to what degree we're fucked. Right. So uh, let's see if we got any emails here. Well, uh, uh, Matt Boucher uh, gave us an email. At least that's what he said. I believe you're correct. Um, okay. So this one's from Danny. Wait a minute. What the? The 14th? Did I already yeah, read that, these? No, we didn't podcast last week. But this is from the 14th. Yeah. The 14th was probably a Wednesday. That right? actually... Let me that see. sounds about right. Let's see. Let's see. The 14th... Yeah, you're correct, I think, because this doesn't sound familiar. Right. And if you know what? If this is a repeat, fucking deal with it. Yeah, whatever. So from, from Dan Bergeron, and I think this is the first one because I was at 6.58 and this one was at 6. Wait, they're both at 6.58? How is that possible? What the... Oh, 6.55. Okay. It reads, I have never denied I'm an idiot, but in my defense, I'm usually sending these emails while at work and fail to proofread my writing, but I will never admit to being a bigger idiot than early. <laughs> that's not possible, fuck. Happy Kwanzaa, fuck boys. Oh, that's great. And then he sent a follow-up three minutes after. And this was at, these were at 6.55 in the morning. Oh, so he sent these as soon. He's as he, firing these off before work. Oh yeah, I assume, or right as he walks in the door or something. Yeah, yeah, he probably listened to it on the commute into work. Mm. He was getting pissed off at how dumb you are, mm. and then was like, <laughs> "I gotta immediately write this email as soon as I get to work." That's probably what it is. Oh, and early. I'm not really good at keeping surprises, but your copy of Hooked on Phonics came with a complimentary copy of Goodnight Moon. Read that, let me know what you think, and how long it took you to finish reading it, and then maybe, <laughs> maybe you can work your way up to a Curious George books. Wait, what What sparked this uh, this heat between you guys again? I think just me being bad at reading emails. Okay, okay. And then I think one time you like missed a comma or something, so I like laid <laughs> into him. Your goal should be to get to a fifth grade reading level by <laughs> May of 2023. I love how he sends the first email <laughs> saying one thing I'll never admit is being dumber than you. And and then you're like, oh, then there's one a minute later. So I'm like, oh, maybe he like realized he was overheated and then quadruples <laughs> down. And it's like, you know what? I was way too nice with that first one. Also, we realized we were we said we were going to do uh, oh, watch a, a movie? movie thing. Yeah, we'll just do that a different time with like Mrs. Doubtfire or some shit. Like, boo, fucking suggested. Um. Okay, so this one's from Boo Dankus. Whoa! I just finished a tube of toothpaste where I continuously squeezed the life out of the tube for five days. Yep. Melissa gave up on the tube one day into squeezing and just grabbed a new tube. Are you guys squeezers or quitters when it comes to toothpaste? I get there is some extra effort into getting those final brushes, but I paid for all. I paid for it all, and damn it, I'm going to use it all. You don't throw out a box of tissues when there are only three left, do you? No, you use them all. 
Same logic applies to toothpaste. Merry Christmas, Boo Dankus. Sent from my iPhone. Wow. You know, Boo, I am a squeezer, but probably I'm probably not to the degree that you're a squeezer. Like, I'll squeeze pretty hard for two or three days. And then I know there's a little bit more in there, but I'm going to throw that out. I squeeze not because I, it's a different philosophy. It's not because I'm trying to get my money's worth out of a tube of toothpaste. It's because I'm just lazy and procrastinate getting a new one. Right. Yeah, like if there's a new tube in the drawer right next to me, probably just going to throw this one away. And get oh, that one. definitely. But it's more because I didn't go to the store. And I keep forgetting. That, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a squeezer by procrastination. But if I have the option, I'll 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 do half a squeeze and just toss it out if there's an, a full tube next to it. Right, right. And I will say, Karen's actually pretty good at at paying attention to my uh, toothpaste inventory. She just stocks it right up. Well, because I use a different toothpaste in her because I use the one without the uh, fluoride sodium. Uh, oh, laurel, laurel sulfate. Yeah. Um. So only I use that, which is also great because I get more mileage out of it. And actually, I should I should probably come clean here. Um, I don't really use toothpaste very often. Whoa! Because my dentist was like, "Hey man, Crentist? Yeah, Crentist. I was like, "Hey man, uh, you got to stop using abrasives on your teeth." So he was like, "Stop using whitening toothpaste." I was like, "All right, no problem." So then I switched to like some other toothpaste. And then I went back like a year later or whatever. And they were like, you need to stop using toothpaste. Like all together. Because I like brush too hard. And I guess I'm like beating the fuck out of my teeth or something or my and or my gums. <laughs> so I do like list I like Listerine and then brush and then do this other kind of Listerine that has like uh, cavity preventing properties or whatever wow and then like wow once a week or so i'll fucking use toothpaste and i know people are probably like oh that's probably fucked you're probably not getting your teeth clean now because it used to be i'd go to the dentist and they'd be like oh fuck your teeth are all fucked up and you're brushing too hard now when i go i'm like how's it look they're like everything looks great really so like so why doesn't everyone just do that i think a big tooth is just scamming. yeah big tooth i think you're right but um but now if I use toothpaste, it's almost like if you stop eating sugar or salt and then you have a little bit of it, you're like, holy fuck, this is right. sugary. Right. If I put toothpaste on my teeth, I'm like, is this sandpaper? It feels like so abrasive. But you still brush every day? Oh, yeah. Twice a day. Just so, with Listerine. I like, so, so did you stop beating the shit? So at first I thought it was the brush strokes they were saying. So partially, I was pushing too hard, but also it's because there's abrasive shit in toothpaste. Right. Like, well, yeah, because it, it's the the thing that makes it toothpaste is also what makes it bad, I guess, in yeah. a weird way. I'm sure most of it is. I've just been brushing too hard for too long, and like now they're like, "Listen, you're kind of you gotta chill." Right. And I wasn't chilling, so now they're like, "Just stop with the abrasives, then." Right. Right. You're right. fucking lunatic, and I'm like, "All right, fine." Interesting. I should go to the dentist soon. Because I, I fucking get in there, and they were like, brush with, I think they said, use like three fingers, your thumb and these two fingers. Yep. Electric toothbrush? That too. They're like, you should get one, and I keep not getting one. That's why, because you can't, you can't really go, go fucking balls to the wall with an electric one. You know what? Maybe that's my fucking problem. Maybe I should, maybe I should get a Sonicare. 
Because it lets you do the work, and then you're just gingerly doing circles. I wonder how much one of those fucking things is. Dude, you can get one for fucking... Oh, what? Are you looking for a speci- like a, a literal fucking... I mean, not not even necessarily. I just typed in Sonicare toothbrush. Man, I feel like you can get an electric toothbrush. 40 bucks. Yeah. This one's 300 You can, you can get, also get one for like 11 bucks. I don't know why it's fucking $300. But yeah, 40 bucks seems to be the... Uh, this one's 180 What? That seems ridiculous. Oh, it's because it comes with a shot glass. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> to spit all the blood out after it fucking <laughs> goes to town on your yeah, dentist? Look. <laughs> what the hell? I don't understand. Yeah, what the fuck? Ooh, my baby love. I actually do work with a guy who takes a shot of um, some sort of like it's not fireball but it's some sort of like whiskey with shit in it every morning what kind of shit I don't know um, like for c- what cinnamon stuff just to like get cocked or for like health reasons no <laughs> I don't know if the guy had like nerd like was nervous or something? Maybe he's just an alcoholic. That's what I thought. But so, because I met I met him when I first started, and he's, you know, his name immediately because he's like the most successful guy in the office, and uh, he's always fucking super uh, charismatic, like always very engaged. Yep. So you can tell he's not drunk, but I and I remember the first time getting to know him. I'd run into him all the time. And then uh, we went out to lunch. And then, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, every fucking day. I just take a shot before I before I head to work. Interesting. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Remember? Well, it was funny. You and I, when you were talking about your hypertension. Um, oh, yeah. I, I sort I said half jokingly, I wonder if it would help if you took a shot in the morning. <laughs> but I, I part of me got that from this guy because I know he does it. And again, he's he's uh he's a top fucking producer, so he can't be like cocked. Right. He just I don't know. Just imagine his secret to being charismatic is he's super cocked. That that would be great. But there probably is something to that though, because it does loosen you up just with one shot. Because one shot's not really enough to get you cocked. No, but it's it, enough to make me real tired the rest of the day. Well, that's the thing. But I don't know, maybe it's tequila. Isn't tequila technically an upper as far as alcohol goes? So they say. But who, what the fuck does that even mean? I mean, tequila drunk is fucking great. Yeah, maybe it's tequila. Where was it? Oh, yeah. When uh, when we played at fucking the Driscoll's and I was late. And oh, had- when, the, uh, when they had the... The fucking the Wee thing? Pub or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I made uh, like a double... No, I'm good. I made like a double tequila drink. And I was fucking cocked within 30 minutes. But it was like also the best kind of cocked ever. You are like... Yeah, you're jacked up, dude. You're ready to fucking... You're ready to fucking go! You know? I don't know. That's just great. But... uh that's his favorite type of shit, folks, he said. You know what it is, too? Because... So you get the buzz from alcohol. Right, right. And they've done, uh, like, studies where, you know, they... They uh, they measure, like, endorphins and 
neurons and fucking adrenaline on this shit. Yeah, yeah. And like um public speaking is like euphoric. When you're when every people are terrified of it, but when you're but even like public speak like and I and I thought of when I was reading um about this, I thought of you doing uh the best man speech. Oh dude. You probably have played, I don't know, two hundred shows in your life. Right. And when you play a really good show, you get close to it. But I I'm gonna bet, correct me if I'm wrong, that you haven't felt euphoria anywhere near what you felt during the best man speech playing music. Oh. Dude. Pretty much. And I think it's because you're wielding serious power. Like you're making people laugh, but there's something about it. Yeah. That- and and like the added layer to that is for like a speech like that is you're you've been like reciting it for fucking like yes, two weeks or a week. Yep. You're fucking worried about it all fucking day. Yeah. Yeah, it's a performance. Yeah. Like it's a it's a something you crafted. Like everyone's like getting fucking cocked. I'm like, nope, not yet. Yep. Not fucking yet. And then you deliver the speech, you fucking nail it. And now you're done. You can get fucking cocked. Everyone's coming up to you trying to suck you off. It's just Yeah, dude. I bet you probably felt I you lo- you could tell you loved it while you were doing it. Right. But once you once you you're still buzzing from that, but you also have the satisfaction of knowing it went well. Right. Like the 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 first half hour from when you handed over the microphone. Yep. You must have felt fucking great, dude. Oh, dude. My You probably felt like you could have sex with any girl in that place. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> dude, my shoulder was sore just from people patting me on the back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unfucking. Hey, you did a great job. Hey, thanks. You know? But there's something about public speaking or just performing. And then anyway, the reason I brought up that fucking long-winded bullshit story <laughs> is because I know exactly the feeling you're talking about that you had at the Driscolls cuz you already get the the adrenaline and excitement from being from performing in front of people, but when you some when everything just works out perfectly with the chemistry of of your nervous system and the quantity of booze you drink, oh, yeah. it, you're just fucking sailing. Dude. Oh, dude. You're just sailing. That was a that was a fucked up experience. That was great. That was, and you and I uh we were having so much fun we drove to the store to get a pack of butts. That's right. Yeah. That was that day. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, cuz I got into an argument on secondhand smoke with that fucking guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, memories. Memories make me feel fine. Memories or tragedies. <laughs> um You don't remember that band Ice 9, do you? Ice Nine Kills? Yeah. You do? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Case, like, probably a month ago, he was texting me, me, Mike, and John. And he's like, dude, you'll never guess where I am. And he sent a video, and it was fucking, he was backstage at an Ice Nine Kills show. (laughs) And they were playing, like. The same songs? No, they were playing, like, the equivalent to, like, the fucking House of Blues. And it was, like, fucking packed. Dude, they're like for for whatever genre they are, like they're yeah. like pretty successful. That's wild. Which is so funny because of the pop punk scene, they were like wildly mediocre. 
Like they covered like the Aladdin theme song or, or the whole new world or something. Interesting. Yeah, they sucked, but they're still doing it. Hey, man, if it's working, it's working. Yeah, man. Not sure what this is. Belt. I got to rewatch that. That's on Netflix now. Really? I love how Ryan Katz-Rivera now does a Tom Lee Jones <laughs> impression. <laughs> and so like he keeps interjecting. Yeah. He keeps <laughs> interjecting in the show with the deep fake Tom Lee Jones yeah. face. And then like. Like, whoa, they're stud. Or get, yeah, like he'll go, uh, like, like uh, Gavin will be shitting on Ryan, calling him a moron. And then, like, you'll just see Tommy Jones go, whoa, settle down there, slick. This guy's got more wisdom than you've ever had in your life. And then, like, he'll just, like, say shit like that. And then he'll just go away. And uh, even Gavin will be laughing. He's like, and Ryan's like, I thought of the most random impression that could just be my thing. He's like, no one does this impression. And it's so true. But anyway, I love Tom Lee Jones as an actor. He seems like a total asshole in real life. But he can still be alive. He's alive? Oh, yeah. Let me see how old he is. He's got to be old as shit. Probably like 90. Um, I wonder if he looks real weird. Uh, like The Fugitive is one of my favorite movies. Well, I'm so sure I typed in Tom Jones. <laughs> I mean, technically it's right. but He's 76. Oh, he's that young? He doesn't actually look that bad. Maybe I'm an asshole. No, no, he kind of looks the same. Um, I don't know why I thought he'd be like a fucking hundred. Yeah, yeah. So, so Men in Black, right? That was ninety-seven. What's that? Twenty-five years ago. So he was only fucking fifty when he was in Men in Black. Like, yeah, I thought he was older. Isn't like Brad Pitt like sixty? Yeah. Well, I guess you know. I guess if you're born after nineteen. 60, you get a little, uh, you age a little better. Right. Right. Dear. Speaking of aging, um, uh, what a fucking beauty queen Mike DeBasio turned Dude. out to be, huh? With all his lectures on his, his face moisturizing, uh, um, yeah. Routine. And I have the moisturizer. I've been using it. I'm just the wait- one he recommended? Yeah. Yeah, mine came in the mail, but I haven't used it yet. I'm still waiting on the on the effects. The wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure I was uh I'm sure the guy that has diarrhea every day has the skincare routine of like a fucking of a of fucking like a 29 year old woman. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, he's always diarrheaing. Always. Every day. Yeah. I don't know. I think he just ate too much hot pot at one point in his life, and it's just catching up. And- so for the fu- this is when I wish this was a video podcast because we could just play this. But um, <laughs> Mike DeBazio, probably every six to twelve months, he sends us a video where um, I'll he- send it. I can play the audio. Yeah, <laughs> but he's completely naked. So you just see naked legs. And the toilet bowl. And he's perched up on the toilet bowl. So his feet are both on the toilet seat. So you just see naked legs. Yeah, and anyone who wants us to send this to you, just text me and I'll send you the video. Yeah. Here's the uh, the audio. Oh. And he says it makes a mess, but he does it. He he deals with all that for our entertainment. 
Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, one of the times I did it and it was just diarrhea, dude. It's such a mess. I had to clean it up with piss. Oh God. Yeah, if you guys want that video, I, I hope no one was like know. sipping sipping coffee. If well, I get if I get inundated with requests, I'm gonna laugh so hard. I mean, you you gotta see it. <laughs> you really do. Then what was the other one with like his? He's like, I think he was like filming the dog. The dog just like laying on the floor looking at him, and you just hear like this sound. Oh yeah. And then he zooms down, and he's just his dick is just slapping from leg to leg. No, it was a cat. Oh, it was a cat. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and the cat fucking scurries, like jumps yeah, the, out of frame. <laughs> the cat starts like jumping back, like frightened. <laughs> oh man, oh, he does. Send, he does have some good content. No, he does. If the internet really was like the wild west, and you could, everyone could post. Well, the internet is, but I'm saying like uh, common, common platforms like YouTube actually allowed whatever content possible. I would follow Mike DeBazio if he was constantly because his videos are eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah. He and you be, go, what the? He'd be perfect for like an adult Vine app. Mm. Eight yeah. second videos where you can show your cock or shit on something. It's like if you could make chat roulette POV because yeah. all the videos are POV. And I'm sure people are being like, oh, like you're just like looking at this guy's cock. You're laughing so hard that you don't care that you see a cock. That's, well, the that's basically uh, what it is. Well, the absurdity right. of the situation, like the one where he was running around his house with a drumstick, and he's just filming his his arm and his hand and his drumstick, <laughs> and he's just like hitting random shit throughout his house, and then suddenly he's running up the stairs and he's like hitting the stairs with the drumstick. Then <laughs> he just zooms down and his he's just not wearing pants and his dick is just flopping everywhere. Yeah, this is the cat one. <laughs> And that was the sound of the cat jumping. It sounds like the uh, the top note. <laughs> oh, I also realized that we do like like this like smack sound before we say anything. That yeah. <laughs> and uh, but it was me, you, and Kev. We were all just like doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like the top so note. over the top. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Me either. I have no idea. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but it's embedded in my existence now. It's embedded. It's embedded. Um. So, Uncle Dean, do you want to read the um text, Uncle Dean? Oh, fuck, is that sent you for Christmas? Yeah, it says um, Dean's dick. This is a giant cock. It says, I mean, you want me to read this? I was kind of being facetious because it's so illiterate and never ending. I can't read this, dude. It's it says Merry Christmas forty times. Yeah, actually, I would start getting annoyed by like the third line if you did start reading it. And then it says Siri, stop! Oh my God, seriously, make Christmas merry, Christmas merry, Christmas merry Christmas. You know, may Merry Christmas. And it just says it over and over again. Does Dean still uh, listen to this show? Maybe. I don't think he does because I don't think he appreciates our commentary on on him. No, he he hates us. <laughs> he loves us, but he definitely. Thinks we're dicks a little bit. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at look at us. I was hoping to get by your cock card. Oh, man. Yeah, that is a great photo. Uh, Dave, in case you guys want to buy a um, a van, Uncle Nick is selling a van. So 
Yeah. I mean, all the people in here are in the group chat where Nick sent the van. Not uh, Matt Boucher or TJ or That's true. Danny or he who shall not be named. But if you want to be like one of those influencers that drives around the country and lives out of a van that has like a kitchen in it, I mean, he's your guy. Did our uh, uh, bed. anonymous fan ever respond to Kev's response of his feedback? I don't think he did, dude. Let's fucking just real quick. So just to recap, we had Kevin Faye on. Mm. It was by by commentary, probably the the people's favorite episode in a while. Yeah, he didn't say anything. But uh, one he, one of our listeners, to whom we're indebted, one of our listeners, very very loyal. Okay, great guy. Um, but he did not like uh, Kevin Faye. No, I thought he was a nar- narcissistic a, douchebag. Yep. And, uh, yeah. He thought he was a narcissist douchebag. He thought he, uh, was a dick. <laughs> and so when we had Cafe on, we asked him to respond to the criticism. And we I feel like Cafe was, he was simultaneously graceful, but also wounded by it. Something about the phrase wounded by it is just music's my ears. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Um, maybe we should make a song called Wounded by It. I don't know what happened to uh, the Dean's dick. The no, then oh, here it is. No, 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 no. What is someone asking him to not be a pretentious douchebag? Somebody was like exposing, you know, a a truth that they that he had been lied about, he had been lying about, or something like that, and so he just filled filled the air space, filled the space so that what the person was saying. He filled the buster. Couldn't make it into the microphone or into the TV until they dragged him out. So he's like, no, 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 until they dragged him out. That was pretty good right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ah. God, that guy sucks. And something, I think part of it is because when, in Trailer Park Boys, when Lucy gets pregnant, Ricky keeps saying something like, uh, my child's gonna get borned by her or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what was the fucking phrase you said that wounded by it. Wounded by it. Yeah. yeah. Be my be my child borned by her. Or I don't even know. I don't know. There's something about it that just like does it for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't fucking put it into words. I can't even say words. I can't yeah, read. Yeah. Sometimes words. there's this. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of a word. Uh, it's a great word. Fuck. Great word. One of the best words. Fantastic word. There's only so many words that are very nice, but this was one of them. There's only so many words. Oh, what the fuck is the word? Um, It's just uh, one word that you like a lot. Alliteration? Yes. No, it means... It means something that's very pleasant on the ears, very musical. Uh, uh, fuck. Does it start with an A? Aesthetic. I want to say it starts with an E or a T. I don't know, but I won't waste the viewers' time thinking about it. Is it uh, mellifluous? That's got to be it. Let me look that up. Malevolent. Don't get Danny Bergeron going. (laughs) I do have like a 
Yeah. Mellifluous. Mellifluous. Of a voice or words meaning sweet or musical, pleasant to hear. I definitely do have like a brain problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got wet brain? Mellifluous. Oh. oh okay. Doesn't that sound like Ian Arietta? Hold on. Mellifluous. Not really, no. Yes, it does, dude. <laughs> Do it again. All right. We'll have to bring this up in the group chat. Hold on. Shit. Mellifluous. The ending. I guess a little bit. The beginning doesn't, but the end does. The end does. Um. Anyway. What the fuck were you saying? It's like how I can hear you in... You're in this at the end. I think. Maybe that wasn't the one. No, is it this one? (laughs) Fuck. Oh, it's this. It's this one. The end of this. You're in this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Sorry, guys. I'm. I got. I, I had my sounds. We got to go back into the uh, Nick Natale, one of the Nick Natale episodes, and steal from his soundboard. The uh, well, God, <laughs> that one can just be used so many times. Uh, uh, man, we need Kevin Fay back. He gave us so, such good content. Except now, I can call him if you want. Now he's uh, a one woman man. He's just an incredible man. He's just an incredible shrinking man. Um, but yeah, the inc- the incredible dating man Has seems be- like he's out the market. He's become the incredible man. Let's see if he gets real. Uh, oh, let's see if he gets real sensitive when talking about relationships. This is Kevin. Uh, hey, Kev, it's uh, Tim and Tim uh, on I'm So Showcast. How are you today? Oh, wow, it's Tuesday. It's yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, I just finished up a clinic, and um, we like to go out for a couple of drinks and some French onion soup. Oh, Please so see. you're... Oh, he's ordering. I'll have another beer, yes. Oh, Whoa, sorry. God. Sorry, uh, um, Listen. Sorry, I was... I was just ordering. Yeah. Are people in the background just dropping their spoons after they slurp it? Well, I'm at the bar and they seem to be unloading the dishwasher. Okay. All right. Listen, wow, great, great area to accept a phone call in. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know you were like busy. You know what I mean? I know. I wish I wasn't because I'd love to chat. No, that's fine. We just ran out of shit to talk about, so I was like, "Oh, Kev will fill time." But I'm sorry. I just. I shouldn't assume anything. You know what? Guys, I'd love to chat. Um, I just wouldn't be a good guest right now because I'm preoccupied with not being rude. You know what I mean? No, I know all about that. So trust me, it's it's totally fine. But are we hanging out tomorrow or what, Tim? And that was Kevin Faye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send me a haha in two seconds watch. But um, yes, Kevin, we are hanging out tomorrow. Well, unless he... Yeah, he goes, LOL. The answer is yes. I didn't realize the Atkinson uh, Country Club restaurant is closed for private events most days during the week. I didn't know that. Tried to go there with my fucking wife on a goddamn Thursday. Did you? Like two weeks ago. Jesus Christ. It's closed as fuck. You know, 
I think that, listen, don't get me wrong. I think Atkinson Country Club is great. I think course is in great shape. It's really hard. It's a very difficult course. The carts are pretty nice. Um, Staff sucks. Staff's pretty grumpy. But the food. Just kidding, guys. Is pretty mediocre. Like it's it's fine. It's not bad food. It's it's decent food. But if I'm if I'm saying like, hey, you guys want to go to the country club for dinner? I want much better food. Yeah. So well, first of all, I agree. The problem is I I think like nine out of ten restaurants are mediocre. Yeah, that's true. So like, but also I find country club food in general to be mediocre. That's actually a fucking good point, dude. Like, I remember I got a pasta dish once. At Atkinson? Yeah, and, like, it was, like, bare pasta with, like, a spoonful of sauce on top of it. Like, put <laughs> the shit in a frying pan and toss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then give it to me. Yeah, even, um, this isn't unique to Atkinson, but even the, uh, and this is way different than not tossing pasta, but. They, why don't they just fucking toss everything? Why, when I order a chicken salad, is it a salad with a pile of fucking chicken on top of it? I get that you want the clean presentation. Right. But now I got to spend the next five minutes with pieces of, of lettuce flying off of my fucking plate. Mm-hmm. Just fucking toss it. You know what pisses me off so much? I was doing it today. Folks. You know, you're making taco shit, right? So you put the fucking peppers and the onions in the pan. And you put the fucking ground beef in the pan and you're stirring. And as you're stirring, dude, every, you know, every three revolutions, few revolutions, a piece of pepper goes flying out of the pan or like an onion piece. Yep. And it's, oh my God. Every time that happens, my blood fucking boils. I'm the same way. Even if you're trying really hard to make that not fucking happen, it happens. Even if you do it with a, a deep fucking pan. Oh my fuck. You're fucked. Jesus. Uh, but no, I agree. I, I, you know, the thing with Atkinson is I like the atmosphere of the downstairs there. Oh, yeah. And the deck. The deck's great. The deck's excellent. Um, but while I totally agree with your assessment, the mediocre food rating doesn't really mean anything to me because I pretty much think every restaurant is a B minus. A lot of them are. A lot of them. Like, obviously, there's great places that you know when you're going there. You know, like, uh, obviously, Papa Gino's. Uh, (laughs) No, no, but like, um, and the other thing, too, I kind of disqualify myself from these conversations because I don't eat anything um, with more than, like, three ingredients on it. So, like, the food you would be ranking a restaurant on. Yeah. I like there's too much shit in there that I don't like. Right. I can sum this all up in a really lame way if you want. Sure. You're not a foodie. Yes. <laughs> Proudly so, if that's the terminology. Uh, no, I'm the opposite of a foodie. Um I'm like if eating everything is adventurous, I am the my palate is like agoraphobic. You know? Agoraphobic. Like I'm just afraid to venture outside of my little comfort zone. That's what agoraphobic means, huh? And then, but then there's other things. You're taking a chance, especially restaurants you haven't been to. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if I know you're going to make my fucking BLT with the appropriate amount of mayo, Ooh. I'll just order it as is. I don't need to, I don't need to make any adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm sorry. I, 10 out of 10 times I'm in a new place. I'm ordering it with no mail. Right. Because I don't fucking. For safety. Um, I don't blame you. And that's kind of how I go through every menu item. Oh, so funny. Great Lawrence moment. Um, so my cousin Gina is married to uh, that guy Remington. Oh, yeah. Remy, we call him. Yeah, yeah. So numerologist out in California. Now they live up in rural Vermont. Um, so comes back uh, into Lawrence for my grandmother's funeral, right? So he's not very familiar with the the uh, zeitgeist of, of Lawrence Mass. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we get to the funeral home early. Uh, we're we're all uh, pallbearers. We get the little flags for the uh, procession. Yeah, yeah. So um, so now we're going to the the church. <laughs> so I'm right behind Remy <laughs> in the funeral procession, and um, he's pulling into the church, and some fucking driver just like cuts him off. Yeah. And then he gives a little honk, and yeah. then and I'm right behind him. So he honks at her. She slams on the brakes, gives him two middle fingers, and goes "fuck you." <laughs> and I just thought, "Welcome to Lawrence." Eight, it's eight thirty in the morning. You're flipping off a funeral procession, <laughs> and I just oh. But honestly, it, it was obviously a, a sad day being at the funeral. But it was such. I think because it was so, the occasion was so like somber. Yeah. Oh, I almost pissed myself laughing. Like Karen, <laughs> Karen and I, seeing this lady flip him off and scream "fuck you," we I couldn't even see through my fucking <laughs> eyelids. I was la. Oh my god, I was laughing so fucking hard. Ugh. And it was great too because then I get out of the car. You know, everyone's about to go into the church, and I'm like, "Oh, do you guys, do you guys see Remy get flipped off?" And everyone's like, "He got flipped off." And then I tell them the story, and everyone just starts dying now. <laughs> oh, it's just great. <sighs> it's great to get flipped off at a funeral procession. Well, and that's like the longest time I've spent it awake because it just felt like a fucking, basically felt like a party. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was like lot, you and fucking a lot of people there. Oh, yeah. And the homies and shit. Yeah, we were there for a fucking long time. <clears throat> and then again, like not realizing you're in Lawrence or whatever, Annie was like, Oh man, I'm super hungry. Is there like a restaurant nearby we can walk to? I'm like, Do you really want to be walking yeah, anywhere? We're in fucking North at Lawrence. Night in North Lawrence. <laughs> Ridiculous. As like an eighty pound girl. Yeah. But not great. So Matt Boucher though. Did see Matt Boucher. And I think I might like, listen, I have brain problems, but also mildly have a fantastic brain. <laughs> my, uh, my brain's mildly fantastic and the, also very problematic. The brain problems are rearing their head right in that second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But saw Matt Boucher looking fantastic as always. Hair and beard. Oh, he had a great uh, ensemble. Completely perfect. Dressed beautifully. Yep. Right? And underneath whatever coat he was wearing was just like a little bit of like sweater showing. Just a little bit. You could just see like the neck and like the zipper. Right. right? Like a quarter zip. Yeah. Size of a quarter zip, doggone. Doggone. And then I'm 
fucking flipping through like Instagram and this ad for a sweater pops up. I'm like, that's a fucking sweater that that's fucking weird. Boo is wearing under his jacket last night. And I could only see, you know, eight square inches of sweater, but I send the screenshot to Boo. I'm like, you were wearing the sweater last night. He goes, I actually was. Yeah. It was LL Bean, right? Yeah. Yeah. So listen, I have brain problems, but also you you have an acute awareness of of outfits. Something. I have acute awareness of something. Yeah. My facial recognition with actors is unbelievable. Oh yeah. But I can meet a real person in real life ten times and forget their No name. idea. Right. None. No idea. But if I'm watching a show with Karen, I go, dude, remember that like random episode of friends you had on that guy was the fucking bellhop right and then she's like what nah and i look it up on imdb sure enough that's impressive then we'll be at a funeral and i'll be like who's that she's like that's your fucking that's your uncle tom i was impressed by um what fucking movie did i watch the other day i sent it to you they sent the the thing to you but jenna from or not jenna that's the actress's name. You sent a thing to me? Fuck. Pam from The Office. Oh, Je- yeah. Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Is right? an extra, like in the background of, um... fuck, what movie was it? You sent it to the group or me personally? I think I sent it to the group, dude. I don't know. Oh, this is going to drive me fucking crazy. See, this is brain problems. Certain, like, I can't remember things. Hey, you suck, dude. Like, while I'm saying a sentence, I... I Who's can, this chick? I can feel the word. Um, we'll come back to that when oh? I'm not on the air. But uh, I can, like, feel the word in my brain, <laughs> and it just won't come out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have brain problems. Uh, <laughs> that's a really good photo. I'm not seeing anything. I'm going to find it, dude. Oh, yeah, it's right here. How'd you already find it? Oh, it was 40-Year-Old Virgin. Jenna Fisher's like an extra in the background. Oh. And it was one of those things where I was just like, you know, <laughs> zoning out watching this movie. And I go, wait a minute. And paused it real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was your girl, dude. That's great. Wonder how much she made off that. Uh, Probably a lot of money. I mean, maybe at that point, that was like 500 bucks. You know, you never know, dude. Man. And then speaking of Christmas, this is just... This is just the all-time best clip. <laughs> Jesus, kid. When I was your age, I didn't need no fucking gorilla. And I wasn't as big as one of your legs. Four kids beat me up one time, and I went crying home to my daddy, and you know what he did? He made it all better? No, he kicked my ass. You know why? Because you went to the bathroom on mommy's dishes. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that fucking movie... Makes me laugh so hard. Comedy Central tried to play it, and but they have to uh, mute every so dumb every other uh, word in the movie is shit or fuck. <laughs> oh my god, the movie's so fucking. Good. I just love when when Tony Cox is like, "Yeah, man, you you really gotta like keep it together, man. Like we gotta stay under the radar here, like." <laughs> And then he just goes, relax. I don't want to keep a low profile. And then he opens the door of the stolen Beamer that he's driving and just all these empty beer cans. Yeah. On. He goes, what the <laughs> fuck is this, Mr. Low Profile? 
What's great about Bad Santa though is like it's like the plot of the movie. It's a it's a really good movie. It is. Like it's not just a soup. It's not just like a farce. No, it's great. That's fucking great. Holy shit, that movie cracks me up. And he plays a really good blackout drunk guy. Oh, he's like so his, good. His eyes are like not even open, and his eyes like they're rolling in the back of his head. Shit. Yes. So many little lines in that movie are just so fucking funny. He goes, "Your name is Thurman." You guys want to see my my report card? Is all C's? <laughs> Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway. Oh, and I love that's another that's actually another example of us like misremembering how things are. Because like I would think it's Jesus Christ, kid. What is it with you and fixing fucking sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like passing out. He's like, what is it with you? And fixing uh, yes, fucking sandwiches. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'm so bad at remembering movie lines. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, how long that goes on for? <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid! Why did you paint it brown? Oh, somebody goes. You want me to make you sandwiches? And he goes, oh, I don't know, kid. And then, and then he feels bad and goes, Yeah, all right, yeah, make me some sandwiches. And he goes, How many? And he goes, A, a bunch. <laughs> and then, and then he goes. Okay, how much lettuce do you want? He goes, I don't know, the the usual amount. <laughs> like I'm sure the follow up question needs to be how much lettuce? <laughs> Why is he so obsessed with fixing sandwich? It's so random. I'm sure he goes, I don't know, a bunch. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure he'd like walk all the way to the mall and into the mall with his underwear like pulled up to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Crazy. I didn't see the second one. I feel like it's just it's got to be so bad. Yeah, it can't be good. There's no. Like, I I do owe it to everyone to watch it because you know they did such a good job in the first one, but there's just no way. And like when he's just standing in the foyer chugging. Like whiskey or whatever, and then passes out. Dude, when he when he falls and the camera follows, yeah, it's like my favorite shot. And he like slams his head off the ground. Like, yeah. how did they even fucking? Film I that? every time that scene comes on, I'm like, how did they film this? It's so good, and it's perfect too because it's the, uh, it's that song playing, but it's 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 like an orchestra, but they have like some out of tune horns. Oh yeah, like, yeah, and then and then it's it's so well done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's when he that's when he eats all the advent uh, ca- uh, candies in the advent calendar, and then he wakes up the next day and realizes what he did. So he like puts things he finds and tapes them back up. And then I love I just love during the montage all the stuff's going on, and then just cuts to Thurman opening up the next day's advent, and he goes Advil. <laughs> this one's a candy corn. I'm like, and I'll be winners, kid. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, fifty-eight minutes—that's pretty good, dude. I'd uh, say so, yeah. Uh, Kevin Faye is unavailable today, so the Incredible Man is just a man. The, yeah, the Incredible. Sh- uh, fuck, I keep wanting to say the Incredible Shrinking Man. You can. He can be the Shrinking Man. The Incredible Dating Man is no longer. He's just an Incredible Man. God, why does everyone have to fucking settle down and and get boring? You know. Yeah. No, listen, I get it. Actually, one of my favorite lines. Uh, uh, it's so funny. Rewatching all the Christmas movies, you're like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite line. And then a scene later, you're like, oh, yeah. But in the uh, in Christmas Vacation, when Clark goes, 
hey kids, I just heard on the satellite that uh, no, he goes, I just heard on the radio that uh, the some satellite has picked up Santa's sleigh. Oh yeah. And they go, really? And he goes, yeah. And then it just cuts to, uh, what's his name? Eddie. Eddie, and he goes, you serious, you serious Clark? <laughs> and then Clark just like stares at him and then just like like moves on. Oh, good God. I'm dude. sure when the when the Rottweiler is humping your leg, he goes, best to just let him finish. <laughs> uh, oh, it's great. Anyway. All right. But listen. Um, that top note. We had a great time. Said Debasio's cock. <laughs> yeah, did. <coughs> great time. Great group of people. Great you know, time. Great time. Uh, and uh, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. I have brain problems, dude. So he's got a mildly fantastic brain. <laughs> <laughs> we should call this episode "Mildly Fantastic Brain Problems." One hundred percent. All right, folks. See you later.